quantify my semester on a scale from 1 to 10, I would give it a 7. I wish there was a way I could fully express all that goes into the number. The experiences, the friendships, the tears, the memories, etc, etc. This episode, I will be doing my best to recap all of the major moments of the semester in order to help me rationalize my quantification. I would also like to take this time to reserve the right to change that number if I think it's best after recounting the full scope of the first 15 weeks of my first semester of college. That sounded really academic, didn't it? I know. That's how you know I totally killed the semester. First degree, she's dead. (laughs) Before I get into reminiscing, hello and welcome to Chase at Wake, the show where the student becomes a teacher or something like that. I am your hostess with the mostest, Chase, you got it, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Now, we can begin the academic nostalgia. Beginning of my time at Wake Forest was simply defined by a question mark. It seemed at the beginning I'd created so many questions that had no answer in sight. Am I in the right place? When can I go home? And what the heck did I just get myself into? No answer in sight. I felt alone, like I was sitting in a cave yelling those same questions over and over and over, waiting for my own response to keep me company. You know, there's a saying, something like, insanity is doing the same things over and over and expecting a different result. That's paraphrasing. I looked it up, and the original quote is by Albert Einstein. The crazy thing about that, though, is I knew I was not alone. I had people. I knew that. I think it's just something about the atmosphere. Going out to meet people, none of which looks like me, or very little. Going to eat, usually by myself, and then going back to my room, a space of also complete silence. This um, like feeling and this kind of uh, way of life, I guess, was really native to my pre-orientation process, um, and that required that I moved in a couple days before everybody else got there, And but most of the people that I met, they had another pre-orientation program, so I was really really forced out of my comfort zone. Things began to look better though after I met my first friend, Skylar, and soon after that we met Sydney, and things weren't so lonely anymore. The whole week of pre-orientation, I so looked forward to move-in day when all of the Instagram friends would turn into real-life friends. I will say that my high school and middle school experience was kind of similar in that I was blessed to find a group of people really early on in those respective careers, and those were relationships that I ended up maintaining throughout the course of both middle school and high school. Of course, I have not gotten beyond the first semester with the relationships that I've made in college, but I really, really have enjoyed, and I love the people that I've met so far. They make up a really big portion of that number seven, if not the majority. Coming in, I had one known friend, Kevin. We met on Instagram, bonding over our shared music taste and eventually a lot more. During that time of virtual conversation, we created a relationship that I was really excited to see realized in real life. 
Sure enough, as soon as I got to Wake Forest for our move-in day for pre-orientation, he was the first person that I saw, and ever since then, we've literally been inseparable. Eventually, my relationship with Kev opened up so many doors to meet more of my favorite people like Nancy, in addition to Darcy and Beza, both of which I met on Instagram as well. This leads me to one of the biggest lessons on that college journey process. Put yourself out there. Step outside your comfort zone. DM that person. Respond to that DM. (laughs) You have the power to change your life. Having these people in my life has single-handedly gotten me through some of the hardest parts of the semester, from personal challenge to academic challenges. They were a source of comfort, joy, and inspiration, and I stand by the fact that without them, my semester would not have been rated as highly as possible. Speaking of academics, when they said workforce, baby, they meant it. Wake Forest was never for the games when it came to the workload, and I wish that was something I came in a little bit more prepared for. I think public school prepared me for a lot, like how to meet people from all walks of life, how to take agency over certain things, especially things pertaining to my academics, um, and how to adapt to challenges uh, being a few of those things. As far as college readiness, though... (laughs) Not so much. Um, I think this would have been a major problem had I gone to another university, maybe a bigger state school. But I appreciate the small class sizes and interactive teaching styles that I found at week. Um, Though the adjustment was really rough at first and a bit of a bruise to my ego, I did find a way to make it work for me. And I ended up with a 3.85, which is basically like a 3.9, which is basically like a 4.0. Like, (laughs) I know, I know. Hold the applause. It was hard work, despite what anybody may think or say about humanities students. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that it's done and I'm on break. As for academic advice, I would say, number one, come prepared to work. Again, Wake Forest never, ever, ever played games when it came to the workload. She never played. Okay, so come prepared to do work. Number two, come prepared to read. Now, I will say that this one is really native to my experiences in the humanities this first semester. Of course, I don't know how other, like, more math-heavy or STEM-heavy classes are. I have not ventured into those territories yet. But I would say if you're looking anywhere into the humanities law or anything like that, come prepared to read. Mm-hmm. And get real comfortable with reading. It was a lot of reading. And number three, do not doubt your abilities. I remember before school began, my dad took me to wake just to walk around and get kind of acclimated before everybody came. And one of the most valuable things that he told me while we were walking, I remember like exactly where we were on campus. We were walking towards my um, dorm room and we stopped while we were crossing the street. And um, he said, don't let people make you question yourself especially in this environment and that's another paraphrase but that's what I took from it or that's how I received it and I think one of the things that makes wake more difficult for minorities and maybe this is a PWI thing but I can only speak to my experience at wake um, is the environment which I've decided that I'm going to make a whole devoted episode to this because I feel like it deserves it. Um, But what I will say in this episode is that in a world that's filled with, yeah, entitled white people, as a black woman or any minority, I think it is easy to get sucked into the feeling that you don't belong um, or that 
no, I'll stick with that (laughs) for this episode. I'll stick with that. Um, I would just say, keep your head and just know that you made it here for a reason. Even if it's not awake again, I can really only speak to my experience, but I feel like that piece of advice can kind of translate to other PWIs in general. That is going to be my recap It's really short, sweet, and to the point. Um, Each of these specific things will most likely be expanded on in their own respective episode, Um, especially that last part, like I said, about the environment and the people. Um, But I hope you got something out of this. To conclude, my semester was a seven. It was pretty solid for a first semester. It was filled with a lot of enjoyment, plenty of lessons, and so many cool memories, which I hope to expand on as we go. I would love to say that I'm looking forward to the next semester but uh i'm kind of enjoying my break so yeah catch you on the flip side thank you for listening bye everything i do i do for you everything i do i do for you everything